Like Perseus holding Medusa's head up to the Kraken. <laughs> Tell your friends! Everyone's Tell your friends! Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. So what, now i got to hear it from you guys and everybody else? Because what, I just mow my lawn like most <laughs> other people? I take some on social media too. Some guy's bent out of shape. He's giving Niznanski trouble because he posted he had his first mow. What, yelling that you, what, you're not supposed to? Ah, you're putting chemicals on your lawn, you whatever. Which, first of all, I don't, I don't put any weed killer on my put lawn. Put my lord I ain't got no weeds. Well, how do you keep the weeds from growing <laughs> in there? You walk around, do you do it maybe? Oh, I have an awesome, well-cared-for, lush lawn. So the weeds can't pop through. I get some, but I get, I'm to the point now where I've gotten it, and this is what I would encourage people to do. I know people don't like to put poisons on their lawn, and sure. that's essentially mm-hmm. what weed killer is. Mm-hmm. So you put the weed and feed down. There's some stuff in there that the birds don't like and the animals don't like, and I'm not for that. But when you get to a point, you do that for a few seasons, you get control of your weeds, and then you just feed, feed, feed with malorganite, all natural, produced right oh, here yeah. in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Then the lawn becomes lush, and you have very few weeds. So I go out there, and I take them out by hand. It's cathartic. Uh, my neighbor does that. Walks around, pops them out. See a couple, you know, because they pop up here and there. So you get a dandelion, you get get that uh, long stake, and you, you just rip it out the... like like Perseus holding Medusa's head up to the kraken. <laughs> Tell your friends. Everyone's, Tell your friends. The rest of them are turning to stone. Plenty other lawns around here if you want to. Boy, man, my boy was out there mowing yesterday. I have to admit, I usually the first cut looks really awesome. Yeah. No good. Mm. What's the matter over there? I don't know. It was a rough this winter. It's going to need to be at least two passes. I right? can guarantee you. I'm losing my dog. He goes out to go to the... I can't see him. He's gone. <laughs> got, a, got a hay field over there? Is that it? Oh, yeah. yeah. And she's not mowing for all of May, so Debbie, who knows what you'll have on uh, June 1st. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I may not be able to hold off that long, but yeah. <laughs> so, listen, and, and that's fine. I support you if you want to do your no-mow May. We need the bees, whatever. That's your deal. But do now, do am I going to have to endure shaming from you as well, or just like the, you're going to leave me be over here? Are you kidding me? I'm sitting there with popcorn watching your uh, lawn wars <laughs> yeah, on social right. media. I'm so excited to see the season. Somebody has to stand on that wall. So I got I my I got my uh, aeration done. Highly encouraged. Outside of water, you know, making sure your lawn is is well watered and making sure that it's fed a number of times a year. Best thing you can do for your lawn is aeration. In the Look, spring? I'm into the whole satisfying videos thing oh, on yeah. uh, social media and stuff like that. That post that you had about your uh, aerating your lawn oh. was excellent. I was like, oh, that, I bet that was awesome. I got holes in the turf now. <laughs> this, this rain is just seeping on in. Now, do you have your own aerator? I don't. No, nobody has their own aerator. A lot of folks say, <laughs> wow. If you can, that. The, the great way to do it is if you can get everybody in the neighborhood like on board, everybody throws in 10 bucks and you rent one and then you do it yourselves, that's fine. I didn't go through that effort. I just uh, That's the one thing I, I, I outsource. Okay. All right. It's done. Brr, 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 came home. Oh, yes. Now, do you do it again in the fall? Really, ideally, you do it twice. If you can only do it once, I'd recommend the fall because it recovers quicker. But I happen to do it in spring now, here. And do you rake out all the little... No, those have to stay. Okay. Yeah, you break those up then when you pass by the lawnmower. Now ah, it busts up all the nutrients that are in there, and it just refertilizes again. Oh, it's glorious. <laughs> 514 on Wisconsin's Morning News. 
time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. After winning the first two games of the series, the Brewers dropped Game 3 to the Los Angeles Angels on Sunday by a final of 3-0. to zero. Colin Ray, who got the start, he pitched pretty good throughout the game, allowing only two earned runs over five innings of work. The Brewers' offense, however... They were zero help, logging only three hits on the day against Angel starter Jose Suarez. Yeah, I mean, I think Colin pitched well. Um, you know, they got him on a couple first pitches, um, but I, he, I thought he pitched very well today. Um, you know, that, he gave us a chance for sure. Um, you know, got through their, got through the top of their order pretty ni- pretty nicely. Um, so it was a good job. We just, just no offense to support him. The news, though, following the loss, it wasn't all bad as Brewers all-star pitcher Brandon Woodruff, who hasn't pitched in weeks due to a shoulder injury, he did provide an update on his diagnosis following the game on Sunday. Uh, definitely good news, but I have to um, I have to really, really be patient with it and because it's a tricky muscle. It's kind of like a hamstring. That extra last 10% is the toughest part. Uh, you feel good, and then you take that one hard step, and then you re-injure it. So, um, I'll know my body will tell me exactly when it's healed, um, but I have to take time on the front end to really make sure it's it's right. So next up for the eighteen and ten Brewers is a three game set that begins Tuesday when they travel out to Colorado. Over to the NBA, behind fifty points from Steph Curry means the Warriors are moving on in the Western Conference playoffs as they win Game Seven in Sacramento by a final of one twenty to one hundred. The Warriors and Lakers will meet in Round Two in a best of seven series which begins on Tuesday. And lastly, the Heat. Yes, Bucks fans, that same Heat team. They go into Madison Square Garden and take game one of their round two series over New York by a final of 108-101 to to grab the early 1-0 series lead. Coming up, Back to the Future, the musical. Siding Unlimited, WTMG News Time 518. 30 years ago, lightning struck that clock tower, and the clock hasn't run since. Back to the Future, the musical. Arrives on Broadway in New York City this summer, yes, the musical. I don't know how I ended up here. It's so hard to believe. Eric, you remember when we first heard about this? They were doing it on Good Morning America, right? Yeah, announcing like, What is the- this? We kind of were making fun of it a little bit. I thought they were still making it. I'm like, is this a joke? Like, are they doing this? The show has actually already run in London, and it looks pretty good. <laughs> and you know who's seen it? Our own Sandy Max from Wisconsin's Afternoon News, who, like me, was kind of expecting it to be bad. Okay. Do we just go and make fun of it? Like, how good yeah, can it be? got to be terrible, right? Yeah, because my boyfriend, when the movie came out in 1985, he was in high school. He and his friends went over and over and over Believe in the it. cinema, because he's also one of the biggest Huey Lewis fans in the whole wide world. So... This is a tough customer. So we literally went with our arms folded going, okay, impress us. So they were in London. They saw the show there. So she mentioned Huey Lewis. Yes. So more on that so, More on that in a okay, moment. I'm going to make right. you wait for it. Sometimes when you see a stage adaptation from a beloved film, it's, it's kind of like based on the movie, but it's not really the movie. <laughs> right? You're like, ah. Which I, I don't know. I'm conflicted right, on that. But. I wanted the story, right? Sandy says, Back to the Future, the musical, is the story we know and love. No, this is the movie. This is like Back to the Future, the movie, on stage. The musical. The musical. Yes. Okay, and I'm glad to hear that. It is so well cast. 
And obviously, as a musical, Eric asks the right question. What about the songs? Do we hear Huey Lewis? Right. Because sometimes there are rights issues in there. You can't just, oh, we're doing this and it's all good. Like, everybody's got to get paid, right? So, to that. Yep. All those essential songs. Yes. You gotta wait. <laughs> you, you do, they don't start with "Power of Love" okay. or "Back in Time." Uh, they have a lot of different songs throughout the musical that are great because you know, having children in theater and and acting yourself. Sure. You can't have a song in a musical that doesn't advance the story. Right. Line. Yeah. You don't just stop and go. I feel like singing a song. Somehow advances the story. The songs are great. They're catchy. Sandy Max saw Back to the Future, the musical in London, now headed for Broadway here in the U.S. And yes, so there's there's Huey Lewis. Okay, but you have to wait for it. I'm not sure yeah. what she means by that. So I don't know if they use it just sparingly, if it has just spots or whatever. And she's right. You know, like a musical has a whole bunch of original work, obviously, mm-hmm. in it that advances the same story, yes, that we know, but through song. Great Scott. <laughs> Great, Great Scott. Scott. Marty, 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 <laughs> what are you doing? Now... Footloose, your kid was just in Footloose, and the very first song out of the gate boom, was Footloose. Footloose yes. So that one, I, I guess they got all the rights. That everything was there. All the music from that one was yeah. in there. So they, all, they, they do them differently. But uh, as for the DeLorean, don't you want to know if there's a DeLorean in mm-hmm, it? There absolutely. has to be, right? Of course. They have a DeLorean on stage, and the way they move the set, it really looks like it is driving across and almost driving into the audience and spins out, you know, because that's a... That's a heavy vehicle. Now, you know how these things work, so Hmm. how soon until we would see that perhaps in Chicago or perhaps even touring where it might end up at Marcus Performing Arts Center or something? Wouldn't that be great? Well, Six was just here earlier this month, and I feel like Six is one of the newer Broadway shows. So, fingers crossed, maybe a year or two. Shows will begin on Broadway Hmm. for Back to the Future, the musical, in late June. The official opening night is at the Winter Garden Theater. On August Boy, 3rd. you scor- scared me for a second there when you were talking about the DeLorean. I thought you were going to say it was like a Buick or <laughs> some other vehicle. <laughs> right. It's a flower, but it's, it's a VW bus or something, right? It chains it all. No, no, it's like the movie. No, that's not the movie. I need the DeLorean. It looks like the set is really pretty amazing. It's super tacked out, and I looked at some of the clips that are online from the production in London. So there's a lot happening on the periphery. There's a lot of lights and Ooh. things like that. I, I bet you it's very similar to, what do we see, Frozen that was here, mm-hmm. and that was a really techy show a lot of sort of special effects which you don't necessarily always associate with a musical that's more a thing of film but more and more these things the, the stage productions are i'm always amazed at what they're able to pull off it's pretty cool so i don't know when when that's going to start touring again it's just arriving on broadway this summer but if you're out in new york that might be on your list of musicals to see back to the future musical launching this summer in new york well, i guess you guys aren't ready for that yet But your kids are going to love it. Monkey Business Journal out with its Women of Influence honorees for this year. The annual award highlights remarkable businesswomen in the greater Milwaukee area. 
Shar Borg is a principal founding agent at Compass Realty, but real estate wasn't always her dream career. My dream was always to be a journalist and landed my first job in TV at WISN. Borg made the decision to leave TV news at first to become a stay-at-home mom to her children. There just came a point when I thought everybody is at home watching me at 5, 6, and 10. Is this really what I want or do I want to be at home watching somebody else at 5, 6, and 10? It wasn't her plan to get into the real estate business, but as the Borg family began investing in properties themselves, she found something lacking in the process. Quite frankly, we just never had a good realtor. It was just really hard to find someone who really understood what our specific needs were. Initially, her work was part-time, but now Borg has a realtor team of her own and works full-time selling houses in southeast Wisconsin. We've been through it all. We've been through the Great Recession, we've been through the pandemic, we've been through post-pandemic. Now we're on that interest rate ride. She says it's about the mission, not the commission, and that her only goal is to find the home that's right for her clients. If you are anywhere between 10000 and $6 million, and that's what you have to work with, we will help you get there. And beyond the front yards of the homes she shows, Borg is always working on an even bigger sales pitch. My plan has been and will continue to be to help build this city by helping people to feel connected here. Wyatt Barmore Pooley, WTMJ News. And so many... Wonderful women from our community will be honored by the Milwaukee Business Journal. We'll be highlighting a number of their stories through the week here on WTMJ. 543 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Hey, Wisconsin, it's Greg Matzik for Holiday Automotive in Fond du Lac. Hey, summer is near, and the Memorial Day sale at Holiday is here. Prime time to say yes to enticing offers on Wisconsin favorites from Chevrolet, Buick, and GMC. Or explore the exceptional value and peace of mind of a GM-certified pre-owned model. Make Holiday your destination to get more vehicle for your buck, more for your trade, and enjoy award-winning guest care. It's the stuff that delights and makes fans of drivers from all over the Badger State and I'm one of those fans. And know from my own personal experience, you'll be in excellent hands with Team Holiday on your side. Proud and grateful to be recognized as Buick Dealer of the Year per 2022 Buick Zone sales records. With selection expanding daily, you can choose one that's in stock today or reserve one that's on the way. Find yours and discover the difference during the Memorial Day sale at Holiday Chevrolet, Buick and GMC, Highway 41 and 23 in Fond du Lac, and online at HolidayGM.com. It's worth the trip. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The new look Green Bay Packers finished up their first draft over the weekend without their four-time MVP and Aaron Rodgers, adding seven offensive players, five defensive players, and even one special teamer. we got a lot of new pieces to work with, which is always exciting. 13 new draft picks. Uh, we're adding a bunch of undrafted free agents, so uh, it's it's always exciting to see new faces and, and have new pieces to work with. It was a draft that GM Brian Gudikins drafted seven offensive weapons in total. Most will say that's going to be for Jordan Love, including five new pass catchers. But for head coach Matt LaFleur, He's excited to see what he's got in those guys, but he knows expectations should probably be tempered. I think on paper, they, they all look great, but it's it's more than anything else. It's how do they gel with Jordan? How do they gel within the framework of our offense? And how much can they learn and how fast can they learn it? Things will start to get serious in Green Bay as the first week of organized team activities begins three weeks from today 
on May 22nd. Over to the Diamond, where the Brewers, after winning the first two games of their three-game set, dropped Game 3 to the Los Angeles Angels by a final of 3-0. to zero. Colin Ray, he got the start for the Brew Crew. He covered five innings of work and only allowed two earned runs. I think he's done a good job. Um, you know, we'll see kind of what happens moving forward, but, um, you know, his job was to come in and give us a chance to win, and I th- he's, he's done that um, really in, in all of his starts, really. Manager Craig Council there as the Brewers lose the game, but they do take the series two games to one. The crew will have an off day today and begin a three-game set Tuesday when they travel out to Colorado. And finally, over to the NBA, behind 50 points from Steph Curry. That means the Warriors are moving on in the Western Conference playoffs as they win Game 7 in Sacramento by a final of 120-100. to The Warriors and Lakers will meet in Round 2 in a best-of-seven series, which begins on Tuesday. And lastly, the Miami Heat go into Madison Square Garden Sunday afternoon and take Game 1 of their Round 2 series over New York by a final of 108-101 to to grab the early 1-0 series lead. Coming up, why some political gamesmanship in Wisconsin is turning out exactly like we thought it would. They are who we thought they were! That's next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Doesn't always work this way, Eric. You know, that which we think is going to happen plays out sometimes offer prognostications, ideas about what could occur. And major swings and misses yes, occur. That, yep. that happens. Yep, yep, yep. But something in the news this week leads me closer to the idea that a series of events are not only connected and not only highly convenient, but are exactly what we thought they were. They are who we thought they were. They are who we thought they were. That They were orchestrated and directed and are now playing out exactly as those architects had hoped, save for one thing people noticed. They are who we thought they were. So I'll give you this recent news and then we'll back up here a little bit. Sarah Godlewski, Democrat, Wisconsin Secretary of State, is raising bipartisan concern in the State Elections Commission because of her recent focus on elections, on process and accountability. Reporting in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, quote, Godlewski has at times used her position to act as a spokeswoman for Wisconsin elections. So what's wrong with that? You know what the state's secretary does, right? Well, yeah, very little. (laughs) Stamps bills to say, hey, these bills are good to go. And then there's some sort of land thing, some oversight of a land board, something like that, like one one or two constitutionally prescribed activities for this office. And maybe bring in a plaque of an old La Follette um, (laughs) lawmaker. More on our old friend in a moment. But the issue with Secretary Godlewski wading into elections law and things like that is that she has no constitutional authority No oversight in that area. Secretary of State's office has virtually no duties. It's actually been floated as an idea to eliminate the office altogether. Secretary Godlewski told the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, quote, my role is not an election official, but I do think democracy is a team sport at the end of the day. Everybody has a role in how we can continue to champion democracy, and I look forward to working with the WEC, that's Wisconsin Elections Commission, just like I'm working with other groups, and I think that we're all better when we all work together. Well, the Elections Commission disagrees. Said her wading into these waters confuses people and is outside her jurisdiction. J.S. notes Godlewski did a video aimed at county clerks and poll workers, said in an interview that she wants her office to help local elections officials that, and also particularly concerning to the commission, was that Godlewski was booked for a panel discussion at an event in Illinois focused on election integrity. So not her area. 
Here's Executive Director Megan Wolf of the Wisconsin Elections Commission. She told the Journal Sentinel, it certainly was confusing to me to see that she was participating in a panel like that. Both Democrat and Republican elections commissioners cited in the article offering skepticism and concern as well. Okay, so what's the larger issue? Nothing, nothing in politics exists in isolation, right? Nothing is in a vacuum. Secretary Godlewski became Secretary Godlewski when the guy who'd actually won election for the post just this past November quit weeks into his four-year term. And it was a long process. Two years it took to achieve this because we had to do it with a committee. Former and longtime state secretary Doug LaFossil, who's crowning. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I miss. I misspoke. I misspoke. Whose crowning achievement in that post of state secretary was to get a plaque installed on a bust of his distant relative fighting Bob LaFollette. Two years. Two years. Which we did say on this program, we kind of agreed with him on. <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't take two years. Ridiculously long. Plaque. <laughs> he and I agree on that one. But he abruptly retired despite having just one re-election. And that cleared the way for Governor Tony Evers to appoint Godlewski to the post. Godlewski, an up-and-comer in Wisconsin Democratic politics, was on the bench. She wanted to be a U.S. senator. And you remember, she bowed out of the Democratic primary less than two weeks before that election, and only about 48 hours after she had vowed she had no intention of giving up the race. Alex Lazary dropped out, and she was asked about that. Were you going to drop out? She said, no, <laughs> I'm in this race. We only got a couple of weeks left here. But Democrats were dropping out to clear the way for the anointed candidate, then Lieutenant Governor Mandela Barnes. Well, here's Godlewski just days later. I am a tell-it-how-it-is person, and I take a very common-sense approach. And I know that right now what we have to do is we have to get behind Mandela Barnes to defeat Ron Johnson. Well, that was quite an about-face. Days before, said, so you staying in the race? Yeah, I'm staying in the race. I'm not bowing out. These guys can do what they want to do, but I'm, I'm in. And why wouldn't you be, right? What did you have to lose? You already ran the campaign. The election You're was less, two weeks left. less than two weeks out, right? Just see, see how the cards fall, right? Well, it's widely believed that in that time that passed in between, she was told by party leaders... Going to need you to take one for the team here. We're going to clear the field for Barnes. It's not your turn, but don't worry. We got you. We'll take care of you. When it is your turn, we're going to have your back. Well, now we see how all of this came together. Did not take long for Democrats to find a way to get her off the bench. She gets appointed to the $72,000 a year job, which gives her a salary, gives her the ability to keep that fundraising apparatus as a public official, a platform to politic in whatever way she feels like all over the state or wherever. On apparently she believes whatever issue she wants to talk about to spread her message and maintain a profile, which she can then use to launch a bid for higher office. I'm thinking Governor 2026. Some have suggested the Doug LaFossil retirement just worked out right. Two years. Appears even more likely this morning that it didn't just work out, that perhaps it was set up. They are who we thought they were. So what's happening here? Illegally, certain illegality, certainly not. Right. All of these things happen. They can happen unethical maybe on the border if it was indeed already decided that la follette was going to quit just weeks into a term that wisconsin voters elected him to serve only to pave the way for the governor to then appoint someone to the post that's denying voters the right to truly choose their representation to a constitutionally elected office 
Either way, brilliant strategy here. Strategery. Strategery. <laughs> Couple miscalculations, really. One, they picked the wrong candidate to back for U.S. Senate. I think Sarah Godlewski had a much better chance of beating now Senator Ron Johnson yeah, reelected. That was one of the big swings and misses on the Democratic side for that election. Otherwise, things went out pretty well for them. Yeah, the other thing they kind of thought nobody would notice, or at least that nobody would care, and they were wrong on that account. They are who we thought they were. 